0: Is there a tried and tested process for developing a different mindset um, or is it really, really unique to the individual or, and, and where they're coming from?
1: It's one of the most brilliant things and most annoying things about human <laughs> beings is how individual we all are, and and how I, I so wish there was a magic one. But I mean, it's so amazing to hear that story, Emma, because I imagine there were lots and lots of nudge points that led up to that moment, and then the book helped tip it over. um There's so much there that you're touching on about you know really understanding why, what is sitting behind, what is that? Because every behaviour makes sense in context. Like every behaviour, it's kind of almost if you think of it like armour, perhaps. Like there would have been some difficulties or challenges in someone's upbringing in their early years um, whereby they felt overwhelmed by something or they felt they they weren't good enough and so then with not just a a kind of, it's not a young adult brain we have at the age of 10 or 12, it's an incomplete brain it's like a car that's got, you know eventually it's going to have six gears but right now it's only got three so you can't expect you know a a younger person to really think clearly about the world or themselves or other people and yet by the age of about 8 or So we have actually formed a bit of a map of ourselves, other people, the world. Are we lovable? Are we good? Are we full of potential or not? Um, Can other people be trusted or or not? Are they consistent or not? Depending on what we've experienced from parents and those close to us, early caregivers. And is the world a safe place or not? So we're forming these conclusions that then form a map of the world for us and how we interact with it. But we're doing it with an incomplete brain. We're doing it with a really emotionally driven brain that is quite egocentric. So it takes everything very personally. So simple simple things like dad is away working a lot for example the young incomplete brain may conclude from that that I'm not that I'm not that special because dad's away a lot so therefore I'm not really that special and then they'll develop sort of like these kind of subconscious rules for living about right well therefore I need to go out and achieve lots and lots of things in order to be really special so now you've got the the emergence of a drive but it's being driven by dysfunction it's being driven by a feeling of, of not being good enough and then that drive can then go on to you, know, you can achieve great things with that but like we've touched on at a great cost as well so when people are able to unpick what, what is it that happened in, you know, I'm really, although I'm, I'm not a clinically trained psychologist, I've been mentored and supervised you know, for, for over a decade now. um so I very much think in that way. I do think that those early life experiences are completely profound for how we then interact with the world. So when you're able to take someone back to that and see life through the age of Emma as an eight-year-old or, you know, whatever was, was relevant at that time, you can then go about some very powerful healing of thinking, actually, what was the truth of that? What was the reality of that situation? you change that bottom line about yourself so if you literally can switch it from I'm not good enough to that's not even a question like what is where is the bar like what is the level of being good enough just you are a, a human being and that's beautiful and we don't really know what we're doing on this planet but what do you want to do with your life who do you want to be and so when you switch that all of those old rules i need to be excellent i need to be really liked i need to be the the, the thinnest person in the room whatever it might be all of those can drop away in an instant so that kind of a kind of approach um can can create massive change in a short space of time